Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. Welcome back to another beautiful episode of Meltdown Mondays with Mayana. I'm your host, Mayana, coming to you about meltdowns that are happening on a Monday, but they're not specifically happening on a Monday, they're just getting released on a Monday. Yeah, guys, we're keeping with the theme of things. This is week four, episode four. We're coming in strong. Basically, that means we're a month in, and if we've already reached a month, that means we're smooth sailing from here. So, this week has been a week. It's been strange for me physically and emotionally. I It's actually forced me, which I'll actually talk about later on in this episode, but it's actually forced me to now actually seek professional help. I'm taking my own advice, but we're jumping into it properly now. So, you know what? Soon I will be semi-qualified to even talk about my mental issues here. So, Meltdown Mondays is a podcast. Why am I so out of breath? I shouldn't be out of breath. I've literally been lying down all day watching Studio Ghibli movies. It's the greatest thing to have come to Netflix since I started watching Studio Ghibli as a child. But anyway, Meltdown Mondays is a podcast about the emotional and physical triggers I have faced over the course of my life that have forced meltdowns, and I analyse their cause and effect relationships and hopefully bring awareness and encourage empathy to the... Empathy empathy to the people around us. If you're someone who is struggling like me, even if it does feel scary, please, 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 please reach out. Here are a few professional sources that should give you a head start. So, as per usual, I'll bring in Lifeline. Lifeline, you can find them at their phone number, which is 13 11 14, and their website, lifeline.org.au. And then you've got Beyond Blue, 1300 22 4736 and beyondblue.org.au. I'm going to add this one in because I discovered it this week um, and I've heard of it before but I never actually used it and since I actually used it this week and it was very helpful I'm going to include this in here now. So there's the Black Dog Institute. Their website is blackdoginstitute.org.au. I'm going to reiterate the fact that I am not a medical professional. I am just a gal sitting on her couch looking outside it's kind of like late afternoon sunday and i've just been living it breathing it surviving i can't i've just stopped saying that i said this last episode but it's just so fucking catchy i can't help it but yeah um this episode content warning uh we're going to be talking about depression anxiety we're going to mention some self-harm as well regarding to my past as well as suicidal thoughts and big old bipolar disorder um you're like what what the fuck yeah um this one we're going in deep it's it's been a really intense week so we're going to cover that so if you are sensitive to these matters please be warned we will be talking about this earlier on now let's get on to the meltdown therapy what the hell is therapy you know what therapy is it's always talked about people actually attend it people who are informative about their own well-being they go to therapy i'm currently in physical therapy because of my back um so i know what all that is about with physio and rehab and that kind of good stuff but mental therapy i have no experience of The only time I've ever really talked to a psychologist was when, back in the day, I was... Weird weird times. I actually wanted to go to the army and be in the army because for some reason I thought that 
you know, the army environment really, like, helped me out as a human being. It was structured, it was cool, like, I was basically, like, a tomboy anyway, so, you know, fuck it, fuck the men. I go in there and I'll fuck them up. So, yeah, um, so as part of the process, you have to, like, sit down and talk to a psychologist and they find out whether you're, like, fit mentally enough to go in. And I just remember that this psychologist was someone that looked like and acted like one of my really good friends. So it was kind of nice, but also a little bit jarring to be in a room with someone that was like poking holes at your story to find out whether or not you were actually mentally capable enough to be in a very high driven stress environment. So, I mean, therapy has always been something I've wanted to do but I've always been apprehensive about going. I think it started like younger. I really was struggling a little bit and I don't think my family really believed in like talking to people or it wasn't really like an option that we would have attended. Um, I mean like spilling your guts out to a complete stranger wasn't really something like good you know like we gotta like keep face and all that kind of stuff interesting now though because now I'm literally spilling my guts out to a whole wider audience of strangers and close friends hi friends but yeah it's just been a very weird topic for me it's, it's kind of like I feel sorry for my friends because when we do talk about like mental health issues I always say like oh I should go to therapy but I'm scared and they encourage me and then I just like, I always say that when I'm feeling low and then I feel better. And then when I feel better, I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe it was just like a short term thing. Like, oh, you know what? Like progress. Maybe I don't need to go to therapy. So I just like put it off. And it's just been this cycle for years and years. I remember the first time that a complete stranger uh, noticed that I had issues. It's great when like a complete stranger notices you have issues was when I was at university. I actually did psychology for like a semester, but during that semester, it was compulsory for students to actually take um, experiments uh, for credits. It was part of, you know, to make up their points in order to like pass the unit. So I participated in quite a few experiments in order to get the my credit score up. And then I remember one particular experiment. Um, I can't remember what we did specifically, but uh, at the end, um, one of the one of the thesis students gave me a piece of paper, and that piece of paper had written on it uh, basically mental health services that I should apply for because they realised that from my questionnaire um, from the beginning of the experiment, which I did, showed off some very like triggering points. And they suggested, like, look, like, we've noticed you've had suicidal tendencies and depression. Like, it's best that you go talk to someone. And that was very jarring to be exposed like that. Um, I don't know how to feel about it. Um, it was kind of like a sensation where I wanted to cry and, like, scream. But all I could do was just, like, say and feel nothing except for nod. Really just grumble, like thanks and then just really kind of like run out of the room yeah I mean it's it's been like the you know I don't know how the process works like apparently 
you know, you can get like a mental health plan and stuff. But I like, it's just been hard for me. I, did, I got a mental health plan once last year. Um, it was a really tough time for me at the beginning of last year. And I opened up to my mum about me, you know, probably needing help. I was at a really, really low point. Um, I was self-harming again and it was just a really awful experience for me that just there's just the motions of the oceans for like you know so we went to my doctor uh I know I don't have like a specific doctor I go to but I just went to this one that was near my mom's house and she was really lovely and she took me seriously um she asked me who I wanted to go see I told her and then she gave me this mental health plan um, the piece of paper and she was like good luck and the referral and I was like thank you then um I felt better this is weird like literally the next week I felt so much better that I did felt like I didn't need to go to a doctor anymore I was like you know what like I've already spilled my guts to a medical professional we're all gee we're all fine we're good like I feel so much great now like why was I thinking about hurting myself it's all fine and gee like let's go live my best life 23 here I come so I didn't go <laughs> I didn't go I didn't go um and I really do regret not going then and I don't know why I felt better. And it's always been like this, right? I always feel good. I, it was like, I have like periods where I feel like I literally want to throw myself off a building. Um, or I just want to disappear. And then there'll be like weeks or a few days or even months sometimes where I just feel so good and I'm killing and I'm thriving. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, oh, why would I even feel like shit? Like, it's fine. You know, I'm living my life, I'm living, breathing and surviving, like, but, you know, actually living my life. It's, it's a very, very strange feeling when you kind of go back. I don't realise that I slip back into it. That's the crazy thing. Like, one day I'll wake up and I'm just like, finger guns at people like, yo, 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 what's up, what's good? Like, let's be best friends today. And then the next day I won't get out of bed. I will, it all, if I do get out of bed, I will go to the couch, I will lie down and I'll watch nothing but TV mindlessly all day. Or I'll, you know, watch TV and play on my laptop or draw or I'll just like stay motion, like, like basically motionless for about 18 hours. And then I'll just like trottle back to bed. And then the cycle will repeat until I have to go out to work and or actually go out and buy food to sustain myself, right? So then I want to talk about this week, because this week was a very odd week for me. Um, a couple of, actually, maybe like a couple of months, uh, not a couple of months, a couple of weeks ago, I, my sister and I, we went to a doctor um, to try and get another mental health plan. And the uh, experience wasn't, like, I feel bad because my sister had like a really good experience with this doctor, and this doctor was nice, but... I don't think she really took me seriously um, and she suggested that you know getting financial help would be uh, not getting mental help would be financially straining down the line which kind of put me off because at that time I only had about $200 in my bank account 
and um, obviously, like, if she's saying that it's going to be financially straining and I'm already stressed at the time, like, maybe it's best to put it off until I'm actually in a more comfortable place in order where I can spend money to focus on myself and get the help that I need. Now, well, we still also had that mental health plan that I had last year, and she also did point out that maybe it still was in effect. So I was like, okay. And then I came home and I looked at it, and it was already expired. It had been expired for a while. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'll just save up and I'll do my thing. And I wasn't getting better. I really wasn't. Until this week, where I was feeling good and bad at the same time. I was like, energized this is what I wanted to talk about because this is the this is the moment where I realized that fuck shit yeah I kind of do need help I'm not in a good place and I don't know what's going on with my body see it's really easy to like self-diagnose yourself and it's easy for you to get the wrong information um which I, people that I, like, close friends that I disclosed this to were like, don't make assumptions, minor, until you actually see a doctor and they can actually diagnose you, but I'm so neurotic, right? I just want to, like, find out what the fuck is wrong with me. So, obviously, WebMD is gonna be, was my best friend during this. But for six days, literally from the time that I posted my last, actually, no, the day after I posted my last, uh, podcasts so I was like maybe Tuesday to like no not even that god it was like maybe the day I posted my podcast the last week's one to about a couple of days ago I I couldn't sleep and it's not like insomnia I've had insomnia before like I usually get like you know I can't fall asleep for ages but it wasn't like that it was like I had so much energy that I didn't know what to do with it so I would be up for like 22 hours right I'd be up at the crack of dawn let's say like 6 30 I don't know why I would wake up at like 6 30 every morning and then I would just oh my I would just go off and you know do my things I'd go to work or I would just like sit down and draw or I'd like be playing games um for a long time and I'd be just doing this for hours and I was just like I was like playing, I didn't even realize this was happening. This is like solid times, but I would like go home and I'll be doing the computer, the iPad, the TV, all at the same time for hours and hours and hours. I would be like making my website and then just doing all the stuff and my brain was just going and going and going. And then I would think, oh, like, you know, I'll be like, yeah, I'm not hungry. So I didn't eat. I re- I didn't basically eat for like a couple of days just because I was like, there's so much stuff to do. Like, let's go, 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 go. I wasn't stressed. It was just like, I would, had so much fucking energy. Like, I was like, oh my God, like I can do, I can fucking fight the world. Like, this is incredible. And I felt good. And it was like, it switched on. Like I would come home from work and I would like, I would be at work and actually felt shit at work. But I'd come home and all of a sudden, like, it was just like someone had, punch me in the face with caffeine but there was no caffeine involved it was just my own adrenaline and it was making me go off and do all this crap at the same time and I was just energized and raring to go so if you imagine like 
basically staying, waking up at 6.30, going to bed at 4.30 in the morning, having two hours of sleep and getting up. It's not healthy. And I started to feel very sick by the by basically the sixth day, right? Because this is basically six days of me being literally on fucking meth. <laughs> but not really. Like, my brain just thought it was on meth and I was just going, 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 going. And even now I'm talking really fast about it because that's how I was talking. I was like, oh my God, like, let's do this, let's do that. I was like, oh my God, I've got so much shit to do. And then it was strange because I... I, I had so much, I was like, the thing is with me, right, I don't never have that much energy, ever, usually. I have periods where I have ups, but I never have that much to the point where I can't sleep. Well, I can't, I don't want to sleep and I don't feel like sleeping. I just have so much energy to just get on with my life, like, you know, you know, doing productive and unproductive things. And I was like, basically when I was feeling hungry, right, instead of me going to the shops, I would just order food to the house and I'll just eat in one sitting for the whole day. Like, you know, I wake up, I won't eat anything until like four or 5 PM. And then I'd eat something and I feel like, Oh, like, you know, it would not really be interested in eating, but then I'll just continue on. I'll keep going. And I'm like, wow, there's like so much fucking energy. And then it became like 10 o'clock at night. And then I realized that I was on my couch and I was on my um, personal Instagram, right? Um, some of my close friends would know about it. But, like, I was on my personal Instagram. And I was putting out these stories on my account. And it was... It was only, like, maybe, like, four or five. I think it started at, like, nine o'clock. Because I was watching a TV show. It's called um, Damages, right? And Damages is, like, a great show from the 2000s. It's got Glenn Close in it. She's a badass lawyer lady. I was watching it on Prime Video and then the funny thing is I was like halfway through season two, episode five and then fucking Prime Video logged me out and then when I came back in they had actually taken the show off the <laughs> off the server because obviously like no one else was watching it but I found it was really rude and I was offended the fact that they took it off while I was watching it. But then I was like, I need to tell the world, like I need to tell people this has happened to me. And I sat on my couch and I lay down on it and I was recording myself. And then I didn't realize, but like at least two hours had passed where I was like recording myself and then deleting it and re-recording myself. And it was neurotic. I was just doing this for ages. And then I recorded some other stuff as well because I was like, oh, look, there's filters now and filters that ask me questions. Let's like talk about that. No one ever gives a shit about what I'm saying and what I feel like. So let's record. And then, God, and then like, you know, I once I was satisfied and posted it, I was just like, let's keep on going. Like at this point, it's already like 11 o'clock at night. And I'm just like, well, I'm just going to keep keep going and keep, you know, striving and thriving. And I'm like watching some random horror movie, but not really paying attention and watching YouTube videos. And, you know, like basically intaking so much media at the same time. And then uh, that's about four o'clock in the morning at this stage. Or 3.30, 3.30 in the morning when I was like looking at, looking at my phone and I realized what the time was and I was like, holy fuck, like I really need to go to sleep. And then I was like getting up and then I was, and then I recorded myself and then sent it to my like close friends and then I went to bed and then it was 
4.30 at this point and I was like still not ready to go to bed. I didn't want to go to sleep. I was just like, I've got so much shit to do and talk about. And then I was like, why? And then I started watching my Instagram stories. The ones I had recorded earlier, the neurotic ones for two hours. And then I was looking at them and I felt cringe. I was like, you know, you get that cringe feeling. I looked at it and I was like, what the fuck? I don't talk like this. This doesn't sound like me. And the way I was talking, it was like, I don't know. It, it just made me sound really loopy. Like, uh, obviously at this point I didn't have like enough sleep, right? But I just didn't, I didn't register the fact that I had recorded this properly. You know, I kind of just imagined it, but I didn't actually assume that I was recording it. And then I, and when I was watching it, I was like, this isn't me. This isn't how I usually act. Am I being manic right now? And that's what it hit me. And I was just like, that was the answer all along. I was like, holy shit, I've been literally manic for the last six days. And I haven't realized. So the first thing I did after that was just delete my Instagram stories. Because I, it was just too much for me to even look at myself acting like that. Um, but yeah, and then I opened Safari. And then no one should really do this, but I'm... Like at the stage, like I was just so fucking confused and I was like, I need answers now. So I brought out my phone and Googled, why can't I sleep? <laughs> What's making me not sleep? And WebMD, God bless WebMD with your accurate yet inaccurate data, gave out a whole bunch of like 14 different reasons why. One of them was like a parasite or another one was just like, you've got cancer or you've got hypothyroidism. And I'm like, oh my God, my body's fucked. But the top three options were depression, anxiety, and bipolar disorder. And I never really considered myself to even have something called bipolar and obviously like I shouldn't jump to this conclusion when I haven't even seen someone professionally yet that can actually properly diagnose me but you know I just assumed that I was just you know obviously like high functioning depression like you know I'm a high functioning depressionist that's not the word um I have high functioning depression that's better with it um and I have anxiety, but I never even considered the fact that I could possibly, you know, have bipolar disorder. And then I found a website called Black Dog Institute, which is actually a, um, an organization that helps people who do have bipolar disorder and depression. It's very tailored towards that. And I started doing some reading and it made a lot of sense. For me it you know I I uh they have like the self-diagnosing tool like quiz thing which I did um and I did it and it said that I had strong indications of me being bipolar which I was like fuck <laughs> fuck hey I really need to get help now then um but no it it was a wake-up call and I'm not going to jump to any conclusions. I just, at this moment, I suspect that I have it. I'm going to a doctor tomorrow at four. Um, a new doctor with 
hopefully can help me with a new mental health plan and then I hopefully will want I and then I will see someone hopefully government subsidized thank you thank you Australia please don't take that away because people like me really fucking need it um but yeah I'm really concerned about myself because if I've been acting like that like this is probably the most intense it's ever been but the fact that I've kind of been acting like this for a long time now has just been, it's worrying. You know, we can talk about self-growth and self-development, but the fact I've be, I probably have been like this for a while and I've just kind of like not taken it as seriously as I should have, it's concerning for me. But you know what, 2020 is all about self-development and growth and I want to be better. I don't want to wake up in the morning either being like super fucking hyperactive or like wanting to throw myself you know off a cliff um I kind of want to deal with my feelings properly and I every episode I kind of try and end it with uh yeah like I this is like my big revelation type but honestly I'm just so fucking fed up I'm just so fed up with being so fucking up and down all the time I just need a good constant in my life. Something, you know, where I'll have like my ups and my downs, but it won't be to the extremes that I've been having them for a while. Anyway, next week you'll probably hear about all my journey of what it is, um, of how that's been. Can you shut the fuck up, Crow? I am having a moment here. Yeah, fuck you too, buddy. But yeah, I... We'll see. We shall see. After that 20 minute uh, segment, 22 minute segment, I actually ended up getting a call from my dad, um, who lives overseas and they, well, when I say they, my parents don't know that I actually do this podcast and it was very fresh for me just because obviously I just was in the middle of, you know, just talking and expressing what the fuck has been going on. And I honestly felt comfortable enough to actually articulate what this experience has been like for me to my dad. And it's hard for me to talk to my parents about my issues because in the past I haven't really found a way to articulate what I've been going through and I didn't know how to express myself uh, properly. And on the receiving end as well, I think my parents didn't really understand what was happening to me anyway. As um, So, you know... I decided to just bear all and give it a go. And each time I've always tried to open up to my family, they've taken it in different ways. And sometimes and majority of the time, I've just kind of been putting off telling them how I feel um, just because from their reactions, they don't really understand what I'm going through. And it's because I obviously I don't articulate it well. But this instance, the phone call ended up becoming uh, two hours long. And at first, my dad didn't really understand what I was really trying to explain. But then as I continued on and tried to explain what was happening with me, the two-hour conversation was just probably the most productive conversation I've had with, um, with my dad. And it was really interesting and it was actually really felt so good to actually tell him what was happening. I mean, I got like a raging headache from just all this talking and just the emotion, basically like from the aftermath of what the fuck this week was even for me. But it was good to actually 
have a moment of vulnerability with my dad. And he understood and we both kind of understood that, hey, we were both people with experiences. And you know what? We actually do have similar experiences in some regard in that way. And it just felt a whole bunch, like a whole bunch lighter, much lighter, bunch, a whole bunch lighter in that regard. And I'm actually really thankful that I started this podcast because I don't think without it, I would have really learned how to articulate how I've been feeling and to such a degree. It feels like a breakthrough and I'm thankful for that. But right now, I'm very unsure of what's going to happen in tomorrow and my future. As we're speaking, I'm literally applying pressure to my palms because this whole thing is making me uncomfortable. Like, I've never been in a stage in my life where I'm now actually actively doing something in order to better myself. And it's scary that way because I've never been vulnerable. Can Who the fuck is showing off their big dick right now? I can't handle too much big dick energy happening around here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the future is bright. We will be talking about this definitely in the future. I'll let y'all know how Monday goes. Congratulations, we made it to the end of another beautiful episode of Meltdown Mondays with Mayana. Uh, episode four, titled to be announced. We don't know what the fuck we're gonna call this. We'll figure it out. I'm talking really fast because I realize we're at the 29 minute mark and I wanted to keep this within 30 minutes this time. Um, but yes, thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm gonna include the mental health resources that I used previously. So there's Lifeline. Um, their number is 131114, lifeline.org.au. Beyond Blue. 1300224736 beyondblue.org.au and Black Dog Institute uh, blackdoginstitute.org.au um, Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry I didn't include the this is a segue music. Um, this episode has just been basically me pouring out my thoughts and feelings. I didn't really have a plan in place. I thought I was going to have a guest on this week. I never really organized that. Hopefully next week I can do. Um, we'll update people I guess in another episode about about um, what the doctor said, um, what my experience is going to be after that. I'm hoping only good vibes from here. But yes, please, everyone, stay safe this week. Stay hydrated. Um, Y'all can listen on, you know, the fucking four platforms like Anchor, uh, Apple Muse, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Never really use Stitcher, but for the Stitcher people, what's up? What's good? Anyway, take care of yourself, guys, and I'll see y'all next week.